Our Christmas visit to Glenstall provided much food for thought. And one thing that exercised the mind of Jerry McArdle was that four-letter word, holy. What does it actually mean? Remembering that Vatican II called all people to holiness, and as that period of reflection on the things of the Spirit that we call Lent begins on Wednesday next, we thought we'd try to address this matter by asking various people from various faiths and walks of life to tell us what they mean when they use the word holy and holiness. We begin with the Buddhist Vajrashura. Holy isn't a word that we use terribly often in Buddhism because a lot, particularly Western Buddhists, because holy is often tied up with an idea of God uh, or sanctioned by God or associated with God. But Buddhists don't believe in a creator God. So we're a little bit different to the other theistic religions in that regard. When I think of the word holy in Buddhism, I think of something of extreme reverence, something that I would have extreme reverence for, such as um, some of the old Buddhist teachings I'd, I'd regard as somewhat holy in that I have extreme reverence for them. But it wouldn't necessarily mean that they were um, sacrosanct or anything like that. They are teachings that have come down to us historically through the ages. So I would consider those to be holy. Journalist Sarah Carey then gave her view. I think being good is a prerequisite of being holy. You have to be good in your actions and in your intentions and what you do every day. But that's not enough. I think in order to be holy, there has to be a devotion to your faith and a devotion that is practiced every day. So when I think holy, I think of people who, like say, like priests, like monks, like nuns, or perhaps lay people who maybe attend daily mass or say their rosary or who feel a presence of God in their lives every day. And and I think if they're praying They can't just be, say, rattling off their prayers or rattling off the round of the rosary. They have to be very mindful of it and really mean it and really uh, feel a love of God and and of uh, their religion. And here are some thoughts from a Hare Krishna member, Manudas. You could say some of the holy places, like like India has many holy places, uh, uh, Vrindavan, which is north of Delhi, and it's the place where Krishna took birth. Um, another holy place would be Mayapur, where um, um, near Calcutta, it's another holy place where Krishna appeared. And um, so the holy would have a lot to do with, with the holy place. Or, for instance, a temple. A temple would be considered a holy place, um, principally because the, um, the, the, the spiritual world is, uh, is a world that's very real and existent but it's um, we consider it's covered over by the material world you know lust, greed, anger you know so many of the things that are going on in the world today so the temple is a special place where um, you have uh, the activities of the spiritual world are, uh, are celebrated so we would consider that a, a, a very holy place in the temple Next, we hear from Benedictine brother Anthony, a man who has a great respect for the natural world. Um, in, in one sense, to be holy is to become like an animal, um, to, uh, to be totally without moral law or totally free of moral law. As um, Sean O'Riordan says, within every confinement there is freedom from that confinement. So within the general ropes of the ring uh, of the moral law, um, there is naturalness. Uh, a naturalness which is supernatural. So I think hol- holiness, uh, on, on reflection, um, 
as well, uh, well, holiness at, at a personal level is love and, and love of God. On reflection, perhaps, as a phenomenon you see in others, or maybe if you dare see, see oneself, but I know, which, which is very difficult. Holiness, perhaps, is an understanding that your very being is a gift from God, is a personal gift from God. So your very physical energy, your very body, is a temple of the Holy Spirit. That's, that's what I mean by, about being an animal. So that no longer are you living by rules and regulations and, as you say, chanting your chants and uh, looking very holy um, with your phylacteries and so on, but you're actually... Um, that the actual source of your energies is, is, uh, are flowing... Uh, that your energies are actually flowing through. Broadcaster and journalist Pat Coyle tells us what she believes holiness is not about. It certainly doesn't mean that I don't have negative emotions, like being angry or spiteful or jealous. It doesn't mean that I may not even find myself hating somebody. It doesn't mean that I always do the right thing. And I don't think it means being perfect. So the first thing I want to say is that I think that being holy is maybe not what we traditionally for me, associate with what holiness is. Our hostess for our stay in Glenstall was Noreen Rian, and this is what she thinks. Being holy is all sorts of things. And of course, holy, H-O-L-Y, but whole, W-H-O-L-E too. Wholesome, living life to the full. Saint Irenaeus, great uh, first century saint, said one time that the glory of God is every person fully alive. The holy person is a person fully alive, you know. And also I think that is very much to do too with positivity, you know, trusting that the glass is half full, not half empty, you know, seeing the bright side, if you can, as you're going through, you know. And for a more secular view, psychologist and cognitive scientist John Francis Leader. Well, holy for me is uh, something like the word sacred. I like to think of sacred as a kind of a, a more original version of the word holy or maybe a more universal word. And sacred or holy for me can actually be anything, I think. It can be any person. It could be anything. But for me, it's more the way in which that thing is used. When I think of the word holy or the word sacred... I think of using something uh, for its highest purpose. So something that evokes awe or uh, beauty, and examples of that would be music, or it could be certain actions. And it seems to me that anything or any person has the potential to kind of go either way. We can use it uh, in a way that is particularly meaningful or inspiring, or a way that's a little bit more mundane. So for me to have a holy act or a sacred act is to use something in a way that is, I suppose, fit for its highest purpose. In some ways you could say, you know, Buddhist, many Buddhists consider the nature of the mind to be holy and that, uh, you know, the mind is just a really amazing instrument and can help us really, you know, if, if developed, it can be a really powerful thing to have and it can really help us live a, a very rich life. So you could say the nature of your mind or your heart is holy as well. Oh, I think um, being holy in your day-to-day life means that your intentions in everything that you do, in every action, um, uh, become manifest. So um, a holy person is not judgmental 
uh, a holy person has compassion uh, for people who perhaps their only crime is poverty and things like that. So, um, so you can't be a holy person if you uh, go to mass, uh, say all your prayers and then come out on the street and uh, think that a person is homeless because it's their own fault, that they've done something wrong to deserve it. So there is a, a mindfulness and a compassion for humanity that is with you all the time and, and that that comes from, um, you know, a, a faith and a feeling that, that God is everywhere. You could also say that... Um Hollywood could, could do with people or persons, holy persons. And um, that, that would also have to do with the... It, it's, also, it's considered that wherever a holy person is, the holy place is there. Or even, you could say, a person carries the temple in his heart, a holy person is like that, because he's very much um, you know, aware of, of the spiritual world and he, he kind of lives in the spiritual world, although he's in the material world beginning to become aware of the source of the beautiful sacred nature of all that is and realizing that that source is way beyond me way beyond anything i can name way beyond anything that any mind can ever conceive and that that source nonetheless is intimately part of everything that is and it's intimately part of me that that awareness and moving to that place, that centre in me, is what I consider being holy is. I think it's a question of, of taking the time to stop every so often and asking the question, uh, OK, here I am right now and I have certain things in front of me, certain people around me, I'm in a certain environment, I have an opportunity here to take this particular moment in a few different directions. And for me to be holy or sacred in that moment is to say, what is the best thing that I can do in this moment? What is it that's most important, that's most beneficial for me and other people and the environment I'm in? Of course, holy is often taken on a particularly religious uh, connotation and not even religious in the sense of, of spiritual, but religious in the sense of organized. And unfortunately, that can be negative in some ways. And I think the problem there is when we say a particular person is, by definition, holy. In other words, by having a particular position. Or we say that an object is holy. And there's uh, the principle, I think, of using things for the higher purpose means that something like a, a Bible or... Uh, a holy book or something like that you would maybe respect it but to take it then and maybe use it to uh, to help somebody uh, to use it for example if a person was cold and they needed a fire to be warm in that moment would be more holy or a more sacred act in that moment even though it may seem on the surface to be blasphemy so for me, I think that's the point, is it's utility in that moment. It's really living by the principle of something, not having a stock concept of a person is holy. We see that that gets us into so many problems because a person in any given moment, I think, has an opportunity to do something that is meaningful or something that is less meaningful. And if we kind of take it moment by moment, I think we'd be an awful lot safer. Being holy is... Um Minding yourself. John O'Donoghue used to always talk about that lovely phrase. We must mind each other. We must mind ourselves and mind each other. And that's all about uh, being good to ourselves, to exercising, watching the spiritual, meditating. And that's, I mean, that in the broadest sense of actually just sitting there in silence, taking time out to be in silence with your own thoughts, with your own God, with your own divine. 
Various views on holiness from Buddhist Vajrashura, journalist Sarah Carey, Hari Krishna Manudas, broadcaster and journalist Pat Coyle, Brother Anthony, psychologist John Francis Leader, Norini Rian, and as the idea for this piece was conceived in Glenstall Abbey, we leave the last word to the abbot of Glenstall, Mark Patrick Hederman. Only God is holy. The you alone are holy, we say it every Sunday in the Gloria. So none of us are holy, but each of us are in that mystery which we were created to be, which is ourselves. And we were never asked to be anybody else. And those who try to be somebody else, even Jesus Christ, are wrong. Uh, As Kierkegaard says, it's very well put, when you get to heaven, you won't be asked why you were not more like Jesus Christ. You will be asked, why were you not more like yourself? So being holy simply means being whole and holy you. And that's it. And our thanks to reporter Rona Tarrant, who gave her invaluable assistance in our quest for the meaning of holiness. Ash Wednesday sees the opening of a festival celebrating C.S. Lewis, inspired by his book Voyage of the Dawn Treader. The festival will be launched at Christ Church in Bray by Archbishop Michael Jackson. For more information, contact Christ Church Bray on ChristChurchBray at gmail.com or you can phone 01 on Sunday, RTE1 Television on the Meaning of Life, Gay Byrne talks to Christina Noble about the inspiration and beliefs which led her, as a homeless survivor of gang rape, to become the saviour of countless children in Vietnam and Mongolia. And that's our programme for this week. We always like to hear your comments. Our email is godslot at rte.ie. The phone number is 01208 and the postal address, the Godslot, RTE Radio 1, Dublin 4. Until next Friday evening at the same time, Slán is Banacht.